The hot topic this week seems to be NIL, and is it a major problem for the Gophers? We're talking about that, and then we're going to jump into the keys for victory for the Gophers against Louisiana this weekend. Hey, you are no locked happens, on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you. And you know what? The hot topic this week has been NIL. And, you know, rightfully so. Is it a major problem for the Gophers? We're going to dive into that to kick off today's show. And then we're going to focus in on that Louisiana matchup and the focus for the Gophers and the keys to victory. But we definitely got to talk about NIL because there were some things said on an interview with Coach Fleck this week on KFAN, and it's got the people thinking. So we're going to jump into that, but first, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, folks, so let's talk about the, the issue of NIL and how important it is for the Minnesota Golden Gophers because there was comments on an interview with Guardsy and Gr Mike Grimm uh, with Coach Fleck over on KFAN, and there were some quotes in there. I'm going to read these quotes verbatim. I have them pulled up here on the screen next to me, so I'm going to read them, and then we're going to jump into this whole thing. Now, the quotes themselves have some filler, some inferences in there because it was in the middle of a conversation, so you didn't get the context of some things, but basically he said that's what happens when you're playing a true freshman tailback but we also have players that we that were here and now they're gone playing at another school that should be playing here right now because again nil we didn't pay them we didn't pay them enough that is the fact of life and we all laugh at it but that is a fact so if we want to keep our players all these guys we have then they won't be here next year if we don't get more nil to money to pay them just making sure everybody understands that our fans, our best players won't be here. So we'll be a triple a ball club for somebody else. That is the reality and the truth of the situation. So please contact dinky town athletes guards. You went on to say dink dinkytownathletes.com and you can get the parlor burger at Huntington Bank Stadium because all of the money there goes to dinky town athletes. So Saturday for homecoming in the West end zone, knock that out. And Coach Fleck ended that with, yeah, but somebody ordered like $2 million. Now, of course, there's probably some laughing, some joking in there. But overall, it brings up the question, how important is NIL for the Minnesota Golden Gophers? And are they behind the eight ball? Because, look, although folks might not like the timing of Coach Fleck's comments coming after a huge dropping of the ball and unacceptable loss at Northwestern after giving up 21 points in the fourth quarter, his comments aren't wrong. It wasn't. It wasn't off base. It is true. And it's not just for football. We have seen some red flag moments for the Gophers across sports, across the different programs and losing players or not having enough to keep these players on a number of occasions. Just this past week, we had Cole Iserman, who is seen as a hockey. He was a hockey commit. He's seen as a top three potential NFL 
NFL NHL draft caliber pick who was committed to the Gophers for quite a while. He ended up decommitting and flipped his commitment to Boston. Now, yes, Boston is closer to home for him, but could NIL have played a factor? It's hard to imagine that it didn't with a player of that caliber that is expecting to go to the NHL, expecting to be a top three, top five pick in the NHL draft and could have the upside of like what we've seen with a Logan Cooley here. So could Money have played a factor. Could NIL have been a deal? It's hard not to think so. It's not just him, though. You've got Jamison Battle, who is expected to try his potential or potentially try to go pro to whether that be overseas, whether that be the G League, we don't know. But it was kind of hinted at that he was likely going to try and take that jump. But then suddenly, an unexpected transfer to an in-conference rival in Ohio State, and NIL is definitely discussed. Then you bring up a top 30 recruit of the 2023 basketball class for the Gophers and Dennis Evans, who not only committed, but signed a national letter of intent to come and play here. Then all of a sudden he requested to be released and ends up with Louisville, which definitely is further ahead in their NIL programs at that program seeing as they previously had one of the top women's NIL earners and Haley Van Lith before she ended up transferring to an even bigger earner in LSU. It doesn't stop there. You've got Bucky Irving, who headed to Oregon, then lands some major NIL offers. Logan Cooley, who was initially going to stay with the Minnesota hockey team, but then ends up reconsidering and going pro. If the NIL pool was bigger or enough, does that happen? Now, none of this is to say that NIL was the end-all, be-all, but it does beg the question of, does Minnesota have to ramp up their efforts in order to keep their best talents in Dinkytown? Now, it may serve as extra motivation for more Gophers fans to join Dinkytown athletes and help in ways that they can and helping by buying the parlor burgers, by buying the new offerings that are out there, by buying the t-shirts for their players that they love the most. In fact, I love that the Parlor Burger sales at the Gopher football games and all the proceeds going to Dinkytown athletes was an awesome start. And they didn't stop there. They're still continuing to do things. They just recently announced, Dinkytown athletes did, that they have an NIL beer and all the sales of that also goes towards the student athletes and NIL that they have going. So it's a start. But are we too far behind? Are we playing a massive game of catch-up is the question at hand now. So it's something to keep an eye on. It's something to definitely keep watch for. But can we do more as a fan base? Can we get more involved? Can we come up with better ways? And also, how do more boosters come on hand? How do more alumni that are in the NFL or the pros start to get more involved, maybe contribute a bit more? Those are the questions you have to wonder in the back of your head. But we're going to move forward. We're going to turn our eyes towards the homecoming matchup versus Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. And that is what we're going to start to do. Coming up next, we're going to break down that matchup, and then we're going to talk about the three keys to victory. That's what's next. First, I want to talk to you about our fans over at FanDuel because right now new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a bet of $5 or more. Simple, no matter if you win or lose your $5 bet, you still get $200 guaranteed in bonus bets. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. It's simple, it's safe, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, 
player props, over-unders, and more. So you can visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get in on the action. You could even take a look at the Gophers point line this week, which is 48 and a half last time I checked, and the overall spread was 11 and a half in favor of the Gophers. If you think that they're going to get it right, they're going to get it right big, then now's the time to head on over and take advantage at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Govers fans. So let's talk about this matchup with the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Right now, the spread is 11 and a half points, which means if you pick Minnesota, they not only have to win the game, but they have to win by 12 points or more. And you know what? Last week, it was the exact same line for Northwestern when we talked about it. And I was like, you got to smash it. You got to run away with it. And it looked like I was going to be a genius. It looked like, whoa, they're blowing them out by 21 points to start the fourth quarter. I was feeling nice and good. And I was all aboard the line last week. But you know what? Now I'm just conflicted and I'm unsure about everything with what to spec expect with this Minnesota program. If I have to choose, if I had to make a bet, my life depends on it, then I would choose Minnesota to cover that. But overall, it is not a line that I would want to bet. Just not knowing what we are going to get from the team when it comes to consistency, when it comes to poise, when it comes to cleaning up and being disciplined. So we'll see what happens with it all. But overall, the total score line in this one is 48 and a half points. Like I said, last time I checked, that's 10 points more than what was expected with the Northwestern game. So you'll see what happens. It's hard to get in on that, but I'm always a fan of the under when it comes to not seeing consistency or when we're playing in a matchup with a team that isn't in that P5 level. So you know what? I would smash the under there. Now, like I said on yesterday's show, let's break into the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, what we can expect. And like we said yesterday, they have a similar uh, confusion, changing of their looks on defense like we saw from Nebraska. They like to change the picture a lot. You can see 3-5-3, or even four down fronts, and they use the depth of their defense to their advantage. They get a lot of players involved. They get fresh legs on there, and they make sure that they are not getting worn down. They're trying not to make mistakes and they've had a lot of consistency across the defense. I think the defense does a lot to keep this team in games. Now they've been blowing out some teams winning by 20 points or so. There was one loss by a single score, but the score was 38 to 31. So they're still putting up big time points as a unit. But overall, the defense, the defense definitely gives problems. They lead the entire nation in sacks total, and they're second in the nation in sacks per game. So they can get pressure, especially with the confusion of the looks that they present. Now, overall, 
they don't have the same type of athletes, the 300 pound, six foot five, six foot six type linemen that go the Gopher saw with Nebraska, but it still could present issues. So it's going to be a big test for the offensive line. See if they can bounce back from what we saw in the week one struggles. Cause every week after that, they've looked good and they have been good. So hopefully the Gophers O-line can stand strong and really hold themselves accountable, hold themselves to that higher standard versus this Louisiana Raging Cajuns team. Now, overall, this game is going to come down to can the Gophers shake off the mistakes that they've had these past two weeks and play clean throughout the entirety of the game? Can the Gophers keep their foot on the gas and not let up no matter the lead? Don't get comfortable. Don't get safe. But go out there and take the game. Go out there and win the game. That's going to be huge for this week. This week is literally make or break for Minnesota. Because if you can't win this game, then absolutely no one is taking anything seriously from this Minnesota team for the remainder of the season if you drop this game. On top of that, many people will start to call into question every ounce of this program. So Minnesota has to must go out and dominate this game or it could be absolutely brutal for this Gophers team. It is wild how in a matter of one to two weeks, just how far things can shift for veteran players, for coaches and their programs when they underperform. But it's also, uh, it can swift or swift. It can shift right back the other way. If you can win big, if you can pull an upset where you're not expected in a la Michigan, if you can bring home rivalry trophies, beat Iowa, beat Wisconsin, if you can do those things, even through the ugly Northwestern, even through the struggles at North Carolina, people will start to forget some of the bad. If you can put together more good the bad gets forgotten. So we're definitely going to see what happens because UNC, some might have expected that loss, but Northwestern was a slap in the face. So the units we need to step up this week and stand strong and come big, go big or go home. On offense, we've got the tight end position. Now I've heard a lot of chirping, a lot of hate from Gophers fans on Brevin Span Ford, and he has had some struggles since week one. Absolutely. But the Gophers are going to need him to be his best self in order for them to be the best team that they can possibly be. Now, Coach Fleck mentioned that he and Brevin Spanford met a few times this week on how they could take the next step, how they could improve, how could they adjust. So hopefully we'll see more of that connection in this upcoming week and more confidence from Brevin Spanford because I think that's a big factor. I think can Brevin build up his own confidence because in down times like these, it, it it becomes a matter of getting out of your own head and just playing free. And once that clicks, you start to see the players get loose. You start to see them start enjoying ball again. And it becomes a revelation for many gophers on this team when they can get out of their heads and back into the fun of love and love for the game. Now, that being said, struggles or not, his blocking has made some huge, huge first down opportunities for Gophers running back Darius Taylor. So he has been contributing and hopefully he can start contributing in multiple different ways. Now, on the flip side, on the defense, the unit we need to step up, I couldn't pick one. I said the secondary as a whole, both the safeties and the cornerbacks. Now, we've seen uncharacteristic issues that I mentioned it versus North Carolina. They became present again in the fourth quarter versus Northwestern. Newbin tried to play hero ball for Minnesota, and it stung them to tie the game late, but 
when you take that risk, sometimes, sometimes it's rewarded. Sometimes that gamble is worth it and you get praised, but also you can be on the bad side of it as well. Now, unfortunately in last week, it was on the bad side of it. And in that type of situation, you got to stick to the principles and sometimes not take the gamble, but it's harder to say that it's easier to say that than do it and not not play off of your instincts. So you know what? We'll see what happens as we move forward. But with the secondary and with Craig McDonald transfer in from Auburn, with the Gophers officially getting eligibility to play, how off, how much will he be involved from the jump? That will be something we can monitor this weekend. And hopefully he can make some, some big time contributions in either a little amount of snaps or if he is thrown in there right away for a heavy amount. Hopefully we'll see some more positive production on that front from him. But the biggest thing is, can Minnesota cut out the explosive plays or will it continue to get picked apart that comes with this secondary? And we'll see how how much they can clean up this week against a team that has a lot of athletes, a quarterback that is very athletic and can run, but they can spread the ball around to six or seven different pass catchers for Louisiana. So overall, this matchup is one that I have no clue how the split is going to be offensively. Now in Nebraska, we guessed it correct. We said it was going to be a heavy passing week. In EMU, we guessed correct and said, look, it's going to flip the script. It's going to be very, very heavy running week. After that, we guessed correct with North Carolina saying it was going to be probably more of an equal split. Now, Northwestern, I thought it was going to be more passing. And to be fair, it probably should have been more passing to continue to work on that and keep the foot on the gas like we saw in the first half. But alas, it wasn't. So in this Louisiana game, what will the Gophers do? I'm thinking they could pass the ball more than what we saw versus Northwestern. And why I believe this is the case is because one, we still have no word on a Darius Taylor injury. Will he be in this game or will they have to sit him for the week? And two, Louisiana runs complex schemes defensively like Nebraska did, but I don't think they have that same caliber of athletes on the D-line to frazzle this offensive line. So I think maybe they still continue to run the rock. I'd say 25 pass attempts, 35 rush attempts for this split of the offense. Now, the final thing that we are going to discuss on today's show is the three keys to victory. What does Minnesota have to do and lock in on in order to bring home the dub? That's how we're going to end this one coming up next. All right, Gophers fans, thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers and making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. And as always, if you can't get enough football, then every Friday you can follow along with the live stream covering all the big news from college football from multiple Lockdown hosts from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time right here on this channel. Now, the three keys for victory in this week and the three keys that the Minnesota Gophers absolutely need to do to get back on track. The first one we're kicking it off with is clean up the pass defense. They've been picked apart. They've given up 809 yards in the last two games when it comes to passing. You can bet with 100% certainty that Louisiana is going to try to attack through the air. They have the film from both games, and both teams attacked in the passing game in different manners. We talked about that earlier in the week as well, how North Carolina attacked more uh, in that middle ground, in the in the nickelbacks, in the will linebackers, and those types of coverages, whereas Northwestern found a lot more attacking on the outside and in, in the boundaries, in the zones of the uh, defense. So it's a lot 
different, but there's a lot on film that a team can look at. So this Gophers pass defense is going to have to clean it up, plain and simple. Will Craig McDonald's addition help this team? Quite possibly. Will they clean up the mistakes? That's the biggest thing. In these last two games, there have been more mistakes in the secondary than there have in the first two games. And that is definitely a major factor. In fact, the 80-yard double route, or yeah, basically a double route for a touchdown, the only score of Northwestern's first half, we can't give up things like that, plain and simple. So can the Gophers clean up that pass defense is definitely key number one. Key number two is get your playmakers comfortable. Whether it's Darius Taylor, whether it's Brevin Spanford, Chris Amonbell, Daniel Jackson, Corey Crooms, Lamecki Brockington, Elijah Spencer, I don't care. Whoever it is, Ethan Kelly McManus, whoever is going in this game, whoever is playing the majority of snaps, you got to get them comfortable. You got to get them in space. You got to give them opportunities to create because that's what these playmakers can do is create, but we have to get them the ball. We have to get them the opportunities to be in their natural elements. So hopefully we can see more of that. Hopefully we can get them comfortable in the comfort zone. And then once you have them in that comfort zone, do not lay off the gas. Don't, don't get passive. Don't get, we just got to run the clock. We just got to no, know that's maybe other Gophers teams that work, but this one clearly has shown we can't do that. So keep laying it on, keep playing your game, keep getting them comfortable and let them create. And then the third and final point, the final key to victory for this week is you have to force turnovers. You got to do it. You got to create extra opportunities for this offense. Allow yourself to have longer drives. Allow yourself in your offense to control that time of possession because regardless of the pass versus run, regardless of getting the ball to your playmakers, you have to have longer drives. You have to have the ball more on offense. The time of possession is still important, even if we pass the ball more. So forcing turnovers and getting those extra opportunities will be big time, especially being back home in front of a home crowd for homecoming weekend with alumni in the building. It'll be a huge factor. You force those turnovers, you'll feel the momentum swinging your way and you will be on to a good one. So that's kind of what we're looking at for this week. Minnesota has to get back on track for this one. It is pertinent. It is it is absolutely required. And hopefully we will see that this Saturday, 11 a.m. at Huntington Bank Stadium. Be sure to get a parlor burger while you're there so you can help donate and contribute to the NIL for all of our Gophers athletes. That's going to do it for us on today's show. I appreciate y'all for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe. Brother Boats got you my Go Gophers as always. And don't forget to subscribe.